Friday to you. Welcome back to the Friday Five here on the Agent Survival Guide podcast. I'm your host, Sarah Rupel, and this is our weekly list of five things you need to know about, plus occasional bonus headlines and rabbit holes. It's officially the second Friday in January, but the end of the first week back, hopefully you're feeling a little more adjusted than I am. It's always a rough transition for me, so I'm looking forward to the weekend, and I'm sure you might be too. But first, let's talk about what happened this week. We had the Georgia Senate runoffs on Tuesday and the electoral vote certification and subsequent riot in the Capitol on Wednesday. But that wasn't all. Coming in at number one on our list, the first merger announced for the year 2021, Centene will be acquiring Magellan Health in a deal worth $2.2 billion. Magellan Health will not be going away. The company will simply do business as one of Centene's healthcare enterprises. Why the merger then? According to Centene CEO Michael Nydorf, quote, there is a critical need for a fundamentally better approach to supporting people with chronic conditions through better integration of physical and mental health care. This has become even more evident in light of the pandemic, which has driven a dramatic rise in behavioral health needs, end quote. A write-up from Fierce Healthcare stated that the Centene Magellan deal would create a behavioral health platform with 41 million unique members. That would make it one of the largest in the country. Magellan also brings 5.5 million government insurance members, 16 million pharmacy members, and 2 million PBM or pharmacy benefit manager members. In an interview with Barron's, Nydorf highlighted the large behavioral health network, stating, quote, Behavioral health is probably the most underserved area. This gives us access to a very broad network. It gives them access to our technology. If you have a newly diagnosed diabetic, after they see their endocrinologist, they should go see a psychologist to help them deal with it you end up with better compliance and a healthier situation, end quote. Very interesting to hear remarks like that and see some progress in the behavioral health space. We'll be linking to the Fierce Healthcare write-up we mentioned, as well as the Barron's article with more commentary from Michael Nydorf, so be sure to check out the episode notes for that. Number two. On the opposite end of the spectrum, Haven, the healthcare company formed by Jeff Bezos, Warren Buffett, and Jamie Dimon, has announced that it will fold at the end of February 2021. The company formed by the heads of Amazon, Berkshire Hathaway, and J.P. Morgan Chase, respectively, was created with the purpose of revolutionizing the healthcare industry. While that revolution did not exactly come to fruition, The partnership was still apparently valuable. J.P. Morgan CEO Jamie Dimon said, quote, Haven worked best as an incubator of ideas, a place to pilot, test, and learn, and a way to share best practices across our companies. Our learnings have been invaluable, end quote. Berkshire Hathaway, led by Warren Buffett, made investments in a few pharmaceuticals over the past year. Amazon purchased PillPack back in 2018 and announced their own mail-order pharmacy services in the last quarter of 2020. 
each company still has plans to pursue their own efforts in the healthcare space and will collaborate informally on healthcare projects, according to a CNBC exclusive that broke the news. That same article posited the difficulty in radically improving healthcare, something that industry experts would likely agree with, given how much of our industry is controlled by separate pieces of legislation and various governing groups. We'll be linking to a few different articles on this one, two on the closure and one that attempts to explain the difficulties of Haven's mission. Number three, the Kaiser Family Foundation released an FAQ article on Medicare coverage and costs related to COVID-19. It should shine some light on questions that you or your clients might have during the pandemic. It's also got a few resource links that you might want to bookmark, so we'll be sharing that info in our episode notes. They answer questions about Medicare covering testing and treatment for COVID-19, what beneficiaries might expect to pay, information about vaccines, and information about the new telehealth benefits that were recently expanded in the CARES Act. It's basically a one-stop shop for Medicare client info on COVID-19, a great source of information. And while I'm at it, in case you haven't been to our website, ridderim.com, in a little while, we do still have our page up that highlights Ritter and carrier operations during the pandemic. So we will be linking to that in the notes as well, just in case you need a refresher on some of that information. Number four, ThinkAdvisor had some predictions for the life and health insurance industry for 2021. What made their list? Social issues affecting investment choices and the effects COVID-19 might have on the industry. Allison Bell also updated readers on the forecasts she made for an article last year, giving some predictions on how each of the industries may fare in 2021 based on what analysts and other industry experts are saying. Overall, the outlook looks promising, but she does give insight on life insurance, annuities, LTC, health insurance, travel insurance, even insurance IT. We'll be linking to her official predictions in our episode notes. Number five, over the holidays, Congress passed additional COVID-19 relief legislation to provide a second, smaller round of stimulus checks. There's been some issues affecting second-round payments, particularly for those who filed with TurboTax and H&R Block on their 2019 returns. Some users will be having checks mailed to them rather than having the money deposited directly into their accounts. Others may have to wait until they file their 2020 taxes to claim the payment. We'll be linking to a CNBC write-up on that in our episode notes. The IRS has not explained why this round of stimulus money is being handled differently, but if you get any questions from clients, there are at least a few possible answers to that question. Also included in that bill was an additional $300 weekly federal unemployment benefit, $285 billion for more Paycheck Protection Program loans, this time with terms that better favor small businesses and minority-owned businesses. Funding for vaccines and nursing homes, a ban on surprise medical bills that goes into effect in 2022, rental protections, food for those who need it via SNAP benefits, 
Even broadband infrastructure to get underserved and rural areas the internet connections and speeds that they need and deserve. And that's really just the COVID-19 portion of the bill. The New York Times did a great write-up on that part of the bill, but they also did another write-up on some of the other measures that were passed in the whopping 5,593-page legislation. Both of those will be linked in our episode notes. And now for our bonus this week. Everything coming to streaming in January of 2021. Might be a little late, but better late than never, right? I know I'm pretty excited about some new content because we watched a lot of movies in our home over the holiday break, as I'm sure many of you did as well. Cobra Kai returns for a third season this Friday on Netflix, and I have not yet watched the first two seasons, but I might have to. Like I said, we are running out of things to watch. Also dropping on Friday, Lupin, which looks absolutely amazing. I've never read the books. We studied Babar and Le Petit Nicolas in French class. Never made it to any novels. But Lupin is a French gentleman thief, and it looks like the plot of the first season is helping someone get revenge for a crime they did not commit. And that's certainly a story we can all get behind. On Hulu, The Ultimate Playlist of Noise premieres on January 15th. And as an audiophile, this is an interesting plot. It's the story of Marcus, who's obsessed with sound, and he discovers that he'll eventually go deaf. So he creates a bucket list or playlist of sounds that he wants to record before that happens. I have a feeling it will be a tearjerker, and I'm hoping that it will handle the idea of hearing loss respectfully. So fingers crossed there. That same day on Disney+, Plus, the premiere of WandaVision, which I'm also interested in. Paul Bettany and Elizabeth Olsen star as Vision and the Scarlet Witch, and they are seemingly living the American dream until they realize that things aren't exactly as they seem. The series takes place after the events of Avengers Endgame and prior to Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness, and will drop episodes weekly like The Mandalorian does. If you'd like the full list of what's coming to streaming this month, we will have that link in our episode notes, along with all the other info and resources we mentioned today, so be sure to check those out. I hope you have a wonderful weekend. Stay healthy and stay safe out there, and we will see you next week. The Agent Survival Guide podcast is a production of Ritter Insurance Marketing. This episode was written and produced by me, Sarah Rupel. Script editing by Brianna Lowe. Artwork by Nick Smith.